it's Allie Burks, the worship leader for the local church, and you're listening to the Sunday Sermon Podcast featuring sermons from our Sunday liturgy. The local church is a bold and inclusive faith community based out of Chatham County, North Carolina, committed to being with and for one another, our community, and our world. In this time of social distancing, we continue to gather virtually for the work of worship every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. over Facebook Live and YouTube. So wherever you find yourself, physically, spiritually, and emotionally, you have a place at the local church, and we'd love for you to join us. Our scripture reading for this morning is from the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 8, verse 30, 43 through 48. As a woman, a woman was there who had been bleeding for years. She had spent her entire livelihood on doctors, but no one could heal her. She came up behind and touched the hem of his clothes, and at once her bleeding stopped. Who touched me, Jesus asked. When everyone denied it, Peter said, Master, the crowds are surrounding you and pressing in on you. But Jesus said, Someone touched me. I know that the power has gone out from me. When the woman saw that she couldn't escape notice, she came trembling and fell before Jesus. In front of everyone, she explained why she had touched him and how she had been immediately healed. Daughter, your faith has healed you, Jesus said. Go in peace. This is the word of God for all of God's creations. Thanks be to God. everybody. Welcome to Sunday Liturgy. My name is Rajiv Tawari. I'm one of the interns here at the local church from Duke Divinity School. And my goodness, what a week, right? 
I know we are probably exhausted and have been drained mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, like Brent was saying. And if you've been paying attention at all, you know that we have a new president and uh, many of us will be relieved and many of us are grieved. And a, a pastor that I admire in New York, uh, his name is Rich Velotis. Uh, he said this to his congregation and I, I wanna say it to you. And he says, for those of you who are grieved, I see you. For those of you who are relieved, I see you. As we move forward, being a community marked by the gospel of Jesus Christ, may we be committed to listening deeply, praying fervently, speaking the truth courageously, and hoping endlessly. May we still pledge allegiance to Christ in the way of his kingdom. So the work is not finished, friends, so let's keep pressing on and fighting the good fight the Lord has equipped us to do. And my, my message this morning isn't about politics. I'm not going to talk about that. If you have any questions about that, you can send them over to Brent, and he will take care of that for you. I'm just the intern, so. <laughs> but we are in the middle of our sermon series called Family Portrait, Snapshots of Life in God's Family. And we are asking and seeking out an answer to the question, what is the nature of God's family? And how are we supposed to live? And how do we live in love like Jesus? So as we read in the book of Luke about this woman, the hemorrhaging woman, the bleeding woman, however you know her, um, it's a story that we all know. So what is happening here? Uh, Jesus is walking through a large crowd. So you all remember crowds, those things that we used to walk through about a year ago. And of course, he is brushing up on people and bumping into people. And, and Jesus eventually has the audacity to ask this question, who touched me? You know, what, what kind of a question is that to ask when you're in a setting like this? So, you know, those scenes that we see on like Black Friday where everyone is rushing into a Target or a Walmart to get like a $20 TV or like a $5 toaster or, or something. And imagine you're in that setting. And, and as you're running in, uh, your hand or your arm just brushes against somebody. And then you stop. You stop everything and you say, who touched me? It makes no sense, right? Because there's no way for you to know. There's no way. There's hundreds of people there. There's no way for you to know. And, and this is what Jesus is asking here, right? It's, it's an absurd question almost, and it's kind of almost impossible to answer as well. And even the disciples are taken a little aback. They're, they basically say, like, dude, there's no way for us to know <laughs> who touched you. Um, but I, I think Jesus's question has a few implications for our modern day context, especially as we are in this season of coronavirus and quarantine. So first, this woman has been quarantined for 12 years and she has been bleeding for longer than a decade. So according to Jewish cultural customs, this woman would be considered unclean or she'll be meant to cast out, right? She would not be allowed in social settings or or spaces, and, and while our quarantine life and pandemic life isn't as extreme as hers, 
we can read the story and maybe see some of our current situation in it, right? When we get infected with the virus, sometimes people think that, you know, maybe we're unclean because we breathe out germs and we need to be quarantined away until we're healthy. So, so we've been in this kind of social distancing for like what, nine months now? And this woman, she has been dealing with social distancing because for, for like 12 years. So because of her condition, this woman was essentially banned from her places of worship. She couldn't go into the temple, nor could she participate in religious festivals or even ask the temple leaders for prayer uh, because she was unclean, because she was sick. Could you imagine that? Could you imagine not even being allowed to go uh, to your place of worship for 12 years because of something that you can't control? So this question that Jesus asks, who touched me, is in many ways a call to advocacy. So I said I wasn't going to talk about politics, but real quick, as of yesterday, <laughs> we have figured out who uh the next president of this country is gonna be. But the division and the hatred has not ended. Uh, our families may be even more divided because of the election. For the most part, this year has been defined by so many things. We see anti-black racist language pervading our spaces. We see civil unrest as it relates to racial injustice. We see children separated at the border from their parents and so much unrest and uncertainty as to what the future of this country looks like. People feel unsafe in a place where they thought they would be the most safe. So as we look at this passage, I see this story in a whole new way, especially when we think about who has been hurt the most by the very ones we thought would protect them and offer them a safe place. This woman could have believed that her neighbors and her temple would be a safe place for her, but they weren't. This woman could have had a family that she thought she could find refuge in, but instead she was outside the home looking for healing. So this story, like I said, is in three of the gospels. And I love the accounts in Luke because it says that she went to doctors. So we can see that she has been trying to get healing. She's been trying for 12 years to get healing from doctors or, or whoever, but no one could help her. And here she is with a sickness that is basically incurable. And now she knows that Jesus is coming and she is at her hands. So, so what does she do? She, she uses her strength amidst her sickness and she seeks out Jesus and she makes her way through the crowded streets and pushing and, and being pushed and maybe seeing Jesus through a little window of vision between some people. And maybe she, maybe she even gets on her knees and she starts crawling towards Jesus. And Jesus is walking in the other direction. And she uses everything she has and she reaches out and she touches the hem of his garment. And she might not have even touched his entire cloak. Maybe she just got that little thread that hangs off of our clothes that we just pull off without even thinking. Maybe that's what she got. And then Jesus immediately asks, who touched me? But Jesus knew who touched him. Jesus knew who touched him. Jesus knew who this woman was. Jesus knew 
that she has been bleeding for so long and was in need of healing. Jesus knew it was exactly this woman because the text says, I know that power has gone for me. The power of God, the power that is within Jesus has flown out of his cloak and into this woman. So Jesus knows where his power has gone. He knew. But what? What if Jesus asks this question because he wants everyone else to know who she is? I think Jesus asks this question as boldly as he does because he wants the community to know who this person is that they have shunned and excluded. He wanted her story, he wanted her story to be told in the safety of his presence. He wanted her to bear witness to the fact that Jesus has said time and time again that he is the way and that he can do something that so many others have tried to do but have failed. Doctors have failed. Everyone has failed her, but Jesus can do something, and that is heal this woman. So as we think about our families and as we think about those of us who are closest to us, have we been hurt? Have we been left out of the spaces we thought we were safe in? because of, of differences in political affiliation or sexual identification or, or theological differences, or maybe it's something even silly like Coke or Pepsi, like it could be whatever. Can you identify with this woman though? Can you identify with being left out of a place you thought you were safe in? The last verse of this passage is how Jesus redeems something that this woman also needed. And that's is acceptance into the family of God because he calls her daughter. Him calling her daughter is a declaration that no matter who you are, no matter what you've done, no matter where you come from, no matter what you're sick with, you have a place at this table. and You are always welcome in this home. And that home is the kingdom of God. So many of us have probably been hurt by our own families because of those differences that I mentioned earlier. So we probably loathe Thanksgiving or Christmas dinners or just family reunions or get-togethers or family trips because you don't want to be with that uncle or aunt or brother, sister, mom, dad, whoever. Maybe they hurt you in the past or you just you cannot stand to be in the same room as them because you've just been hurt so much by conversations that you've had in the past. Families can be a place of hurt, but Jesus offers us a new way to think about family. So let me ask you this question again. Have you ever been in a situation where you felt like the family you knew and loved did you wrong? Have you ever felt like the family you knew and loved did you wrong? Then perhaps you might identify with this woman. Jesus could have also asked this question of who touched me because he wanted the crowd to see the one that they've excluded, but not just to call them out, but to give them a chance to do right and to advocate for her. So imagine if Jesus had looked down at this woman and he looked at this woman and then he looked up at the crowd and he had said, Look, look who's touched me. 
look, this woman, she has touched me. Look at her. Could Jesus be giving you a chance to reconcile the ways you've hurt people within your family as well? I'm not assuming that you've hurt people. I'm not assuming anything about your family dynamic, but but are there people in our circles and in our families who might feel like they're excluded or that they're left out, who feel like they don't have a place where they thought they'd be most safe? Ask yourselves that. Is that a portrait of a family of God that wants for us? What if when Jesus asks this question, we are quick to respond with a voice of advocacy saying, she touched you, Jesus. She she needs help. Let's bring her in because she's she's hurting and she's sick. Or what if when Jesus asks this question, we say, they touched you, Jesus. Their community has been hurting for years and nobody has listened. Let's feed them and clothe them and let's give them a safe place. What if we saw family not as a place of hurt, but as a place of healing? We are all a part of God's family. And as Brent kind of talked about last week, a portrait of family is not you know, just your immediate family with four kids or five kids and a dog and a cat and a Prius or, or whatever you drive. It, it, it goes beyond that. And in this portrait of family that God wants for us, everyone fits in that frame. So who touched me? It's a question that we should think about. Who do we know that's been hurt? Who do we know that might be at their end? Who do we know that might be reaching out to touch the hem, the cloak? Who touched me? Think about that. This is in Jesus' name. Amen. It's Allie again. If you love what you hear, share this episode or send it to somebody who could use some good news this week. We'd also love for you to leave us a rating and reviews on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. For more information about The Local Church, visit thelocalchurchpbo.org. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LocalChurchPBO. Until next time, love where you are.